Welcome to the Marriage Shop Podcast, presented by Catalyst, helping to improve every part of life that matters in every place that matters. In the Marriage Shop, we discuss the work required to build, repair, and maintain a marriage that lasts. I'm Wendy Perry, and I'm joined by my co-host and handsome husband, Dr. Mike Perry. Well, thank you, baby. The pleasure is all mine. We invite you to join us during our live recording of The Marriage Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. For now, let's get to work in The Marriage Shop. It's Mike and Wendy. We're in The Marriage Shop tonight. Good to see y'all. Yes. Right. So what? we are doing um, part two of our four-part series. That's right. Yep. So what are we doing? Well, we, we're talking about, well, last week we talked about trust. That was, that was uh, part number one. And I think it's undeniable that trust is um, necessary um, in order for your marriage to last. Um, some might argue that this key we're talking about tonight is the single most important um, element of marriage. That is forgiveness, of course. Yeah. So a couple of things, right? So we started with four keys for making marriage last. Mm -hmm. So that was last week. Was it trust or was it something else? It was trust. It was trust. Are you sure? <sighs> okay. It's, so. it's, on, it's on the internet. Go Google that. <laughs> four trust. keys. So tonight, the second key is forgiveness. So we got into some really good discussion last week. Um, a lot of you shared some really good comments um, around the idea of trust, mm -hmm. um, breaking trust, honoring trust, gaining trust, earning trust, all of those things. Um, and we and there were some other topics that we talked about. It wasn't just about trust. Well, no, you, that was, well, that was the trust. <laughs> okay. okay. Everything else was just the supporting materials. Trust. Right. Well, I remember that what you shared was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite scriptures. Mm -hmm. um, so can you share that again and then take us back through trust real quick and get us to forgiveness? Can you do that? No, I can't do that. But what I can do, what, what Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, you all know it. Sing, say it with me, right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. He'll make your path straight. He'll get you where you're going, mm -hmm. right? But it, it all begins with trust. And the idea was that the trust that we have is not really in the person you're married to. I mean, you want to trust them, right? It makes you feel good you know, to feel like you can trust somebody. But ultimately, if you put all of your trust in that basket, then you're going to get let down. And so, the idea is that you trust God with everything and allow God to fix those broken pieces in your marriage. That is last week in a nutshell. Thank you. And you got, you got it all 30, you got an hour and 30 seconds. Why? Let me just, okay. So for now, for those of you who forgive readily and quickly and easily, the question I'm about to ask ain't for you. Mm -hmm. All right. So if that's you and it's like, hey, it's just, we just, it's done. It, whatever. It's over. You know, we forgive, move on. If that's you, then I don't, I don't really want to hear from you right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. What, why is it so difficult to forgive when you know you should? Maybe even if you don't believe you should. I mean, mm. so it's just difficult. Why is it so difficult to forgive? 
I read something that said that forgiveness is easy for the one who is asking for forgiveness. But that doesn't make sense <laughs> because whoever <laughs> wrote that is like, well, of course, because mm -hmm. they're asking for it. They're not mm -hmm. giving it. Yes. Right. That's why the question is why it's so difficult to, to offer it. Because there's only one person that gets to offer it. Yes. At a given time. Yeah. Everybody's going to get their turn. Trust. <laughs> but in a given moment, often there's like there's someone who has to offer that up. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that is important to note, and we've said this before, is that just because you ask or seek forgiveness does not necessarily guarantee that you will receive it. What do you think about that? True. Um, you know, it's <laughs> because only one person gets to offer that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even if you if you seek it, mm -hmm. you might not get it because that person has decided for whatever reason. Uh-huh. No. Right. Not ready to do it. You're not worthy of it. You've, you've made too many mistakes too many times, et cetera. I mean, the the possibilities are endless, truly. Um, but that's why it's, it, it is squarely in one person's hands to offer that up or not. We and, and we you actually have the option. You can you can hold you can never for, you could just no, no, no forgiveness for you ever. You could do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And do you believe that you are both? equal equal forgivers right so in your relationship are you both equal so if you had to do like a forgiver scale on a scale of one to ten would you both be at the same place on that scale in terms of how quickly you are to forgive and how um how permanent that forgiveness is Hmm. Am I making that complicated kind of okay I mean it's, it's, we got a couple of scales so going how quickly and... So our friends over there on the Living Our Vows Every Day um, mm -hmm. page, mm -hmm. can you scroll up? They said something about it. Um, scroll up. We are up. Or down. Oh, two. <laughs> we're, you, we, you need a mouse, right? Yeah. So where, what are we looking for? What are we looking for? Da, 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 da. Oh, right there. Right where? Because forgiveness lies in the space between the act and outcome. And we spend too much time in that space between the act and the outcome. Yeah. That's good. Some of us are like parked in that space, like camped out in that space, like yeah. chilling in that space. Just yeah. going nowhere. Right? <laughs> Ivy says forgiveness is hard, but forgetting is the hardest. Well, mm. yeah. You know, some people would say the forgetting is impossible. Mm. Is it necessary to forgive? Hit y'all with another question. I mean, to forget. And in that, Right. That what always comes. What's what question? You you say is it necessary to forgive? No, no, no. That was I'm correcting that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Let's not confuse the people. I okay. said to forget. That's what I'm saying. Uh, to forget. Yeah. Is it necessary to forget? To forgive? Is that the question? Yeah. In the context of forgiveness, is forgetting required? Mm -hmm. Some of you are going to readily say no, and you're probably right because it is virtually mm -hmm. impossible to just forget. And there are things mm -hmm. you, you don't pick up, you don't think about, mm -hmm. but they're in there. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. looks like Ashley is having a hard time just like us, right? No. What? <laughs> she says, unless the forgiveness is for yourself, then what does it matter if they are believable or not? Uh, I don't know anymore. What? Life. 
<laughs> exactly. You yeah. know, the truth is when you start to talk about forgiveness, forgetting, um, and all of that, the it's not clear, right? The waters are murky. Murky. Say, as they say. Are they? It's not crystal clear it's for pretty, a lot of people. Well, it's not right. It's not crystal clear for a lot of people mm-hmm. because they don't necessarily want to accept what the requirement is, but the requirement is pretty crystal clear. And what is that? Well, I give you, okay. So there, there are certain parts of, of the, um, of the Bible that when you pick, when you open them up, they just start to like punch you in the gut, right? Just like, you know, raw, they shake you. (laughs) Ephesians chapter four is kind of one of those chapters, Mm -hmm. right? But I'm gonna take you all the way to the end of um, Ephesians chapter four. Thirty-two. To thirty-two. Thirty-two, right? Ephesians chapter four, verse thirty-two, which says, "Would you?" Yes, because I have it right here. <laughs> okay, wherever you got it, read be that. kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. That's. That's the NIV version. Yeah. So, you know, what version you have up there? I'm not even sure which version this is. It's probably like ESV or something like that. Yes, okay. ESV. But it's like, you know, be kind of one another, compassionate, tender hearted, words like this, right? And so it is forgiving one another. And that part you like, yeah, I don't know, but I don't wanna. But then it hits you with, as God in Christ forgave you. Hmm. Now, there are other parts of the Bible where it says, like, forgive, you know, because you've been forgiven. If you don't forgive, you will not be forgiven. So, like I said, you don't have to forgive. You don't have to. However, there's consequences. I, but I think that's pretty crystal clear in what that is suggesting. Yes. Yeah. So let me ask this question then. If if you are in a relationship with someone who is a non-believer, mm-hmm. do you, must you be a Christian in order for you to understand or get this idea of forgiveness? Well, here's the thing. I don't I don't know, honestly, to answer that question. What I what I do know is that just the idea of forgiveness and sacrifice and love in in a normal economy, so to speak, it none of it makes sense. Right. Because it's about tit for tat. It's about, you know, an eye for an eye. It's about pain, you know, it's about, you know, consequences. Mm-hmm. In fact, I heard the other day, um, there's a song, what's it, is it, um, who's the country singer who did the Sunday night NFL thing? Not the one we like, the one that we don't like. Um, <laughs> I mean, the song, it is um, um, Carrie, Carrie Underwood, I believe, mm-hmm. Independence Day. She's in, I think she has a song okay. called Independence Day. And it struck mm-hmm. me because the lyrics go something to the effect of um, that the weak be strong, that the right be wrong. Okay, so there's something about it's, there's all these <laughs> these Christian elements in it, mm-hmm. um, but there's one part where it's basically um, mm-hmm. um, like basically let the, let the people who are wrong get what's coming to them, mm. kind of like that. I'm I'm paraphrasing because I cannot remember that lyric. I was I heard it yesterday, yeah. and I'm like, huh. Well, that's that's kind of interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. you got all these Christ-like elements in it, but what you're basically saying is, you know, you're guilty. You're wrong. You need to get punished. And that's not quite necessarily what the word teaches. Well, there are a lot of people who are Christians, who are believers, Mm -hmm. who also say that they believe in karma, um, that they also 
you know, when when they've been hurt or they've been wronged, then all of a sudden forgiveness goes out the window and revenge becomes the mm -hmm. focus. Mm -hmm. And so it, it does become about getting back at you or doing to you what you did to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I won't go all color purple tonight, but <laughs> doing, you know, making mm -hmm. you feel whatever it is that you made me feel by whatever mm -hmm. it is that you did that I now have to forgive you for. And, and <clears throat> even when we don't say those words out loud or we, we're not vocal, we don't verbalize it, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that we're not thinking it, plotting it or planning it in our minds, mm -hmm. um, even as Christians. And so I, I put that out there because when you talked about anger having a chokehold on forgiveness, mm -hmm. right? Um, it, it, whatever the thing is that is the loudest, we talked about it last week, right? Whatever it is that you feed is the thing that's going to grow. Mm -hmm. And so if you operate or exist in this space between, um, like London said, or Cheryl, one of them said, um, then because it's not clear, then how you come out of it is not clear. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. And so if you know where you stand or you determine where you are before something happens and before you're being called on to forgive or before you are the one who is um, asking for forgiveness, then, you know, if you're clear, the outcome is clear. If you're not, then it's not. Hmm. I'm not clear. But <laughs> So, oh, it's let the guilty pay. That's the that's the, that's the line. That's why you're not clear. Yeah, you, I mean, it, that, I mean, it was it was to, no. That's the, not that's not it. That's not it at all. But it just popped in. So let the guilty pay. Yep. Okay. I know talking about crime. So stuff, what but, say you mm -hmm. about letting the guilty pay? So when you know, I I've heard people say that a lot of people are good at giving advice, giving guidance, and giving counsel yeah. to other people, but when it's them this situation is different and yep. the response is different. Yeah, because because people, it's easy to talk about things when you're not wrapped in it. Um, but when you get wrapped in it, you often forget mm -hmm. or no, you don't forget. You choose to not do the thing that you have, you know, so encouraged or, you know, told or informed other people to do. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. Be because hey, listen, it makes you a hypocrite, but that's OK. There are a lot of hypocrites out there. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. It is necessary to do a lot of the things that you say. But the truth is, when you get in your feelings, and a lot of you get in your feelings, I get it, right? I get in my feelings. And so, um, wait a minute. Are you like, yes. are you like co-signing? I couldn't see your eyes there. But, um, yes. but yeah, so you get in your feelings. And once you're in your feelings in that moment, the choice is much more difficult. It's kind of like, I don't know, if you're if you're if you're um, if you shop and this is a way out there, crazy example, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But if you if you shop and you're not hungry, it'll be easy to pass by all those things that, you know, that get you the cookies and the cakes and the chips and all that stuff, because, you you know, you that that tug is not there. But you go in there hungry. <laughs> Everything's going to look delicious. You're like, oh man, I, I've been, I've been, what shrimp on sale? Yes, I think I will. I've been trying, I've been meaning to make some shrimp skin. <laughs> You're just gonna, it's hard, you know, when, mm -hmm. when, when you when that carnal, that, that human desire kicks in. Yeah. It's very difficult to talk about. I mean, it's very difficult to do, right? Easy to talk about until you're in a position. It's very difficult to act on what you know sometimes. That's the case. Hmm. Yep. Okay. So, 
We need a mouse. We need a mouse. Yes. Okay. Do you you want me to you you're asking for a mouse like right now? Okay. Mike will be right day back. Get his mouse. <laughs> and then when you come back, you have to ask for forgiveness because apparently you heard a couple people's feelings with your Carrie Underwood comment. We love yes. Carrie Underwood. We just didn't. He didn't like her version of the Sunday Night. Oh yeah, I, you know what? I'm sorry. Let me, <laughs> let me help y'all out. Yeah, Carrie Underwood, she you know love her. Hey, solid <laughs> earth. Um, still and still like. It. I mean, but I mean her 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 version of the Sunday Night Football song was it just was not my favorite. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, but she's still cool with me. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for being honest about which one of you is the more forgiving person. I mean, in all honesty, that's kind of a hard one. It's kind of a setup too, because mm -hmm. you might think you know, but it is worth having a conversation. Mm -hmm. A lot of what we do here on Monday nights is just start the conversation um, and challenge you guys to finish it. I mean, in forgiveness, if even if let's say proportionally you forgive more than the other person, forgiveness is very much, you know what, it's, it's like a good like box of McDonald's French fries. It's like a right now thing. It doesn't matter if you forgave 20 times, that person forgave one. This moment is the time. Sorry. So if you're more forgiving, I mean, you know, it feels nice to give ourselves props and, mm -hmm. and to win, <laughs> but it doesn't matter if you want the more forgiving person. The only thing that matters is like right now. Hmm. Yeah. It's true. Hey, I'm preaching to somebody in this room. Um, All right. Mm. So. so Ashley Ransom said, um, I believe I forgive more than my husband. He shuts down longer. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's interesting that, that you share that because there are a whole lot of things that we can talk about around this whole thing, right? And so when you forgive or when that person is forgiving, are they forgiving with a loving heart? Is it forgiveness and it is, um, you know, the removal of the heaviness or the burden of whatever it was and, and we are now free from whatever it was and we can move forward or mm -hmm. is it forgiveness with conditions? I mean, it, well, if it has conditions, if I mean, is that is that forgiveness? Right. Is that forgiveness? If it's forgiveness with conditions. Mm -hmm. So it started when you asked Ashley about what she was saying. Are you saying that the person has to change? Mm -hmm. Is it possible to forgive and not have conditions? Yes. But do you forgive and not have conditions? I mean, it, and is is the nature of, because. How much, what what time? Where are we? We're at thirty three minutes. Okay, so, mm -hmm. uh, 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 okay, so here's the thing. If we if we are to place conditions on forgiveness, what does that say about us? I mean, who who are we to place conditions on forgiveness? Mm. Now, I, I say this to you as someone who, I mean. I, I know how to hold a grudge. I know how to, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, don't, don't not, your, mm, mm, no, no head nighting today, <laughs> but I, I know how to hold a grudge. I'm very familiar with the grudge. I'm comfortable with it. A grudge is kind of like a little, like a blanket. It's like a little puppy, right? I'm like, I'm just like, I can hold that thing. <laughs> right. But forgiveness with conditions is not forgiveness at all. There's like, there's all these weights attached to it. Hmm. There's all these, there's well, the conditions, right? It, it comes with all this other stuff that forgiveness does not come with. So we can mm -hmm. call it that, but it's something else. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Well, Ashley says some people are able to hold themselves accountable. That requires a, di a different level of self-awareness that you don't have to have when giving advice to others. Back to when I made that comment about how it's easier to give advice than it is to follow it. Mm -hmm. um, and then Ron Harvey says, I think it's hard to forgive also because we do question people really deserve it. And so, I mean, again, I think it just shows really how ambiguous it is, right? It's mm -hmm. not really clear once we, it's not just a matter of forgive, but is it? Well, kind of. Mm, so Ivy says it depends on the situation. Does it? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, I, guess, I guess we have to, and Jennifer Marner, can I read that? Mm -hmm. um, aren't there certain situations in which forgiveness has to come with conditions to modify the hurtful behavior? Say <sighs> more. Yeah, say more. Because um, this one, this th this is why I believe that, that this particular topic is so, so heavy, so, so difficult. Mm-hmm because there's a couple of things that are happening here that just, they have to happen, right? It is just the state of our existence. And so that's what makes it very difficult. So I'm, I'm gonna give uh, Jennifer a second. Yeah, um, to tell us. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> I don't know, you don't get a star for being a master grudge holder. <laughs> if you do- wait, I mean, But we if, appreciate you being honest about it. Who's master grudge holder? Oh, Ashley. Ashley. Hey, that's my people no. right there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know what? It's nothing to be proud of. It's, you know, but. Yeah. And then, um, I'm not sure if it's London or Cheryl, but I think it's Cheryl. I can forgive others without a grudge. We just don't remain friends. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yes. Everybody can't be your friend. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. But, yeah, I guess I'm cool with that. Okay. But I mean, if you if you if you really peel it down to its 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 core, mm -hmm. this idea of forgiving and the conditions around it, well, what is forgiveness? The whole concept. What is that about anyway? Why is that even a thing? Why is it a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. So mm -hmm. so Jen, we're waiting on you to give us a little more on your last comment. Why is it even a thing, right? And and here here's something to also consider mm. as you tell us why forgiveness is even a thing, why it's even a key to making marriage last. Um, and and when we talk about this, and I'll, and I'll speak to Cheryl's point, because what she said was, we may not be friends, mm -hmm. but when the person that you are being called to forgive is your spouse, then what? Mm -hmm. hmm. Yes. Jay Sutton says, are we confusing conditions with boundaries? Because boundaries teach the offender how to treat you after the offense. Maybe. But I mean, mm -hmm. I think I think that, okay, here, I'm gonna say something. Some of y'all, some of y'all might not like this. <sighs> I think some of the questions are they're obviously they're wrapped up in our own experiences. Yes. And they're wrapped up in you know the the either the weight the anger the resentment the the hurt that we carry from things that people have done mm -hmm. so the question was you know what is forgiveness all about because you know in the beginning it wasn't about forgiveness mm. oh that was jay's wife. all right thanks for that clarity that clarity bro thank you <laughs> but in the beginning it wasn't about forgiveness mm -hmm. it was about 
punishment. It was about paying a price, mm. right? Whether that be with your life or whether it be with your goats or your, you know, your, your grain, whatever it was, right? It was about a price that had to be paid if you sinned. Problem is everybody sins, like literally everybody. Yes. Everybody. The person you're in a relationship with or will be, um, just know that that person is a sinner. Sinner. Yes. So no matter how many boundaries you create, mm -hmm. no matter how many negotiations you make, mm -hmm. they're going to sin. Mm -hmm. And so in that reality, but because because what we want to do is say, well, okay, well, this thing right here, this right here is forgivable. That thing maybe not. So, so there's all, it gets very complex. Mm -hmm. I would simply ask you, how complex was it mm. when Jesus went to the cross? How complicated did he make it? Now, there are there actually are some conditions in order to receive the forgiveness that God offers through the sacrifice that Jesus made. There are some mm -hmm. conditions, right? Because you have to acknowledge that he is like the son of God, right? And you have to, um, you know, acknowledge that you are by a sinner, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, those are some pretty light conditions to receive what is available through accepting Jesus. Mm. And so I guess my question is, what can, I mean, what conditions did he put on the forgiveness that he offered? Because obviously the, the, the question that, stands, that extends from that is what conditions do we have the right to impose before we offer forgiveness to people? Hmm. The basis for that is, an, is the assumption that we are, um, we are trying to be Christ-like and live Christ-like lives. Yeah, well, that's what this is all about. <laughs> So I mean, if you're joining us for the first time, that is what this is all about. We we look at um, God's plan for marriage. We examine biblical um, scripture and biblical principles as it applies to the marriage relationship. Um, one of the foundational keys that will not be one of the four that we talk about is that in order for you to have a successful marriage, it is our belief that, that you have to have God in it, right? Mm -hmm. it ha there has to be something bigger than the two of you. If it was just dependent on the two of you, no nobody would last in marriage, not very long, and not and not be um, very fruitful. It would not be, um, I guess, fruitful is the word. It would not be healthy. It would not be whole. Mm -hmm. And so that's what our, our belief is. And so we always want to put that out there because we don't want to confuse what it is that we share with you. It's just about maybe throwing in a few scriptures just for a scriptural reference, it really is about having a fundamental understanding mm -hmm. because without that, then it takes things out of context right. and it makes it easier to be confused by what it is that we share. Yeah, and, that, and that's why I'm saying that, you know, if, if you're coming at it from that perspective, that, that biblical perspective, well, in, in kind of a normal non-biblical type economy, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Right. Love your Christ, your, your wife, like Christ loved the church. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, sacrifice for her, et cetera. Well, it doesn't that, yeah, like what, well, what's in it for me? That, that's kind of like normal economy. Right. This doesn't. It's a mystery, <laughs> but it works. Right. So that is why 
um, if if uh, if a biblical perspective is not where you're coming from, it won't make sense. And and you know we I've seen you know many 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 dozens of couples um, in therapy, and it tends to go pretty hold pretty true that people who have that foundation, really that 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 Christ foundation in their marriage, are trying to work toward that. It is without question that they do much better more quickly. Because there's something that that relationship is rooted in. But when people really don't understand why they're together, don't necessarily understand what marriage is about. And it's like, hey, you know, we just do our own thing. and It's all good. Well, that that creates real problems that are very difficult to overcome. Yes. And and um, people talk about marriage being work is difficult enough. on its own, right? Mm-hmm. Bringing two people together who are from different backgrounds with different perspectives and believing that they will be able to, on their own, come to agreement, um, be on the same sheet all the time, be in harmony all the time, and be able to work through anything on their own, um, it just it just doesn't happen. Doesn't nope. happen often. Well, I, somebody, <laughs> some find me. If it happens, somebody find them, bring them on, we'll interview them. <laughs> Christina, Janae, we're glad you're able to join us. Hope you're staying safe. Um, Went back to the question about why, why this, why forgiveness anyway? And our friend said, because God said it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Jennifer Marner did come back and what she said was just in general, if someone does something overtly hurtful, say as an example, discussing something hurtful in front of your children, that is, is a discussion for behind doors, isn't saying we can no longer discuss this in front of our children, a condition. Sure. <laughs> of course it is. Right. Yes. But yes. what happens when perhaps that pops up again in front of the children? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Then what? And so th- I think that's that's kind of the basis of because, I mean, you know, again, you know, we kind of take some of these specific examples, mm-hmm. but it's the basis of things like, you know, hey, or, hey, Lord, if, if somebody slaps me in the face, what do I do? And guys like, well, give them the other cheek the slap, right? How many of us readily do that? It is the basis of how many times must I forgive someone who sinned against me? Yeah. Because people are going to, it may not be that same thing, but they're going to like mess up in some other way that you're not going to feel any better about. Yeah. What then? And so there's all these examples that remind us that we can't help but mess up because messing up is what we do real good. <laughs> because we're Often. human. Because we're human, right? We're human. And and so it's not even about beating us up. That's just the reality, man. Yeah. Really it is. Well, so. and so when we get into forgetting, which is what you had brought up, and forgiveness mm-hmm. and whether or not the two um can exist exclusive or each can exist exclusive of the other. Um and this whole idea of um, the condition of I will forgive you if or I will forgive you when mm-hmm. and I will forgive you um, if you never do whatever it was again mm-hmm. um, is maybe not really forgiveness at all, not in the truest sense. Right. And so the idea is that in order for you to truly forgive, it's not so much that you forget what happened, but you have matured to a point where when you are reminded of what happened, you don't have the same response. When we Mm -hmm. talked about triggers in the past, it was really based on that, right? Mm -hmm. There are things, we said it, songs, people, movies, things that will often bring up 
past offenses. There, there are things that will remind you of something that somebody did. And how you respond in that moment really gives you the best indication of whether or not you've truly forgiven them. Even if you said you did, where you sit and where your response is, where your heart is, um, the emotion of it in that moment <laughs> yeah. um, really is really the real barometer for whether or not That's you good. forgave. And so, you know, we can get into the, the forgiveness, the boundaries, the parameters, and what does it really mean? We all strive to become more like Christ. And in mm -hmm. doing so, being able to forgive and forgive again and forgive again, as many times as the person that comes to you seeking forgiveness asks for forgiveness. Yes. Go ahead. What? No, you said, well, no, go ahead, please. Continue. What? I was just, well, I was going to. I was going to ask if you, if they have to ask for it to get it. Oh, do they have to ask for it to get it? Are you asking me? Yeah. No, they don't mm -hmm. have to ask for it to get it. And so then you get into this whole, you know, people have said forgiveness is, is as much for the forgiver as it is for the forgiven. Mm -hmm. um, and that you can be released when you give and, and this whole thing about it. Here's what I want to share with you in, in our experience with forgiveness it's it's not just a snap your fingers magic pill that you say I forgive and everything becomes calm. And I alluded to that a little earlier, that all of a sudden everything that was dark and gray and, you know, looked like it was dying now has new life and there are flowers springing up and butterflies mm -hmm. flying around. Feels like that sometimes. Though. It could feel sometimes. like that. And yeah. it could, in fact, be like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. But in most cases speaking in generalities, it doesn't happen just that fast. There is, mm -hmm. it's a process and there is healing that also has to occur. And so we hadn't really talked too much about the healing component that occurs when something happens that must be forgiven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that my cue? <laughs> You're taking some notes. I'll take some notes. Well, well, yeah, but it, <laughs> it, wasn't quite, it wasn't quite going quite in that direction. Okay. But but I think that if there's a if there's a process of healing that has to occur, mm -hmm. then what then what that forgiveness does is remove the roadblock and it, it allows the process to happen. It gets you out of that space that London and Shirt were talking about yes. and it moves you towards something that looks like healing. But if you hold on, if you hold on, you hold on, you hold, it begins to erode everybody and everything within the relationship. I think that, you know, I, I was thinking about, um, um, I, I thought about, you know, this moral, cultural forgiveness versus Christ-like mm -hmm. forgiveness, mm -hmm. and it's it's interesting because in Ephesians five twenty something or another, right? Um, when it, when the command for a husband to love your wife is Christ loves the church, and there's this, that part in there about basically you know love love her as yourself you know no one ever hated his own body but nurtured and cared for it and, mm -hmm. and all that mm -hmm. here's the kicker people because <clears throat> when he said it's easier to to um um be the one that's asking for it for uh, forgiveness than it is the one to actually give it and part of that comes from the bias that we hold that per we have a bias toward ourselves our issue mm -hmm. is more important 
our issue is more serious. Our issue is, you know, and that thing right there, you can do this, but oh, that thing, that's more yeah. egregious, right? Yeah. And so we have all these rules that we set up that are very favorable to us. So here's the kicker. If the two become one, that is in, as in the mar marital relationship, mm -hmm. if you are, if you truly are one, then I think that what that suggests is that forgiveness should come swiftly uh -huh. because it's it's you uh -huh. if you really if you really buy into that and you really embrace this idea that the two of you have become one flesh right, you can hold a grudge against yourself that uh, that makes no I mean, some of y'all do it but it, it makes no sense <laughs> right so you can't why would you hold a grudge against yourself why would you hurt yourself yeah right so yeah and I, I also think um to our apprentice's point. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, we talk about how, how we're raised and what, what informs us. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there are a whole lot of people that can tell you how not to forgive mm -hmm. a whole lot of people. You don't even have to look far in your family. There are people that can tell you, Oh yeah, that is something that is unforgivable. They, they are unequivocal in their stance on what can be forgiven and what shouldn't be forgiven they're quick to tell you what you should leave over mm -hmm. what's grounds for a divorce and what you can't move on from mm -hmm. um and we're surrounded with those people it is more difficult to find the people who speak hope <clears throat> who speak encouragement who yeah. speak love who who really talk to you about redemption who talk to you about sacrifice and about moving beyond your hurts handful of people right comparatively speaking mm -hmm when you're in a situation where you are being called to forgive or you are asking for forgiveness one of the things that it's important to do is to surround yourself with people who will speak hope and speak yeah. life into your relationship yeah that becomes critical at a time where you may not be able to bring yourself to where it is that you believe you should be mm -hmm. well I said, mm -hmm. oh, it sounded like you were about to say something. I'm always about to say something, yeah, but I'm, I, I, I'm, I can, I'm good. So it's critical that you surround yourself with, with not like-minded people, but people who can speak about what there is to come. When you're in a situation, we get blinded by anger, by emotion. You mm -hmm. said you get caught up in your feelings. You start to look at past hurts. Mm -hmm. You start to blame the other person and yourself. Yeah. Then you start to look immediately, you know, outside of you and you start to think about what it might look like. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in, you know, in, in an environment where if you, if I, if Mike did something to hurt me and I forgave him, then there are people that would say, okay, well, you're stupid for forgiving, mm -hmm. him, you know, or you're weak for forgiving him. And everybody would have something to say about it. The truth is that when it comes down to what's happening in your relationship, it doesn't matter what anybody has to say about it. It doesn't matter what those opinions are. You have to silence the opinions when they're negative of everyone that, that is around you, even if they're closest to you. You need to consult the word, pray, mm -hmm. surround yourself with people who can speak hope and life yeah. and love, and you need to communicate with each other. It doesn't need to go out from your marriage. It needs to go inside your marriage. Can't be more clear or unequivocal about that. What do you think about that? 
Yeah. Um, I, I think that what's going in really does matter. And, and there's a, there are several comments that I've seen around um, the idea that, you know, a, you know, is it, that, is it more emotionally hurtful mm -hmm. to forgive over and over again? Mm -hmm. Or, um, um, you know, what, what about when somebody says, you know, are oh, you stupid? You know, are oh, you a fool? If you, if you go back into that thing, mm -hmm. look, a lot of times the, the, the forgiveness part, right. in the weight that we carry around forgiveness. Yeah. We've been hurt. Yeah. But a lot of times we, we start looking around like, man, I, I think I, I'm going to look real stupid here. Uh, or, you know, we, we make it about maybe something that we did versus the, the acknowledgement that everybody is flawed. Yeah. And so at, at its core, also, forgiveness is about the recognition mm -hmm. that this person, yeah, they messed up in this way, but I have my own set of ways I mess up as well. Mm. And so we, we, we have these expectations that we, that we put on people, and, but, we, but we weight them, right? And, but, but the sin is sin. Hurt mm -hmm. is hurt. Forgiveness is necessary. Now, obviously, we say this. I mean, to me, it's pretty clear it's necessary. It's just hard as all get out to do it is so i mean it's hard what are you gonna do right you just gotta continue to try uh, and you have to continue to to acknowledge and acknowledging that you are like you know that, that you have your own ways of messing up it's not it's not about beating yourself up i don't want y'all to, to take it to that extreme it's just an acknowledgement like this thing i want i really wanted it i really need this in this way mm -hmm. didn't get it didn't happen like that and then begin the work of saying, okay, you know what, but yeah, I know I, I, I kind of screwed that up too. Right. And so, because, because what has, what has happened for a lot of us, a lot of us are the result of somebody who decided to forgive the fact that we're here, the fact that we're able to breathe and live and do whatever it is we do to try to bless somebody. That's all on the heels of somebody who made a, a, a decision to forgive instead of a, deci a decision to hold onto a grudge and to hate. I believe. Hmm. So what blessings have you seen? Maybe ask yourself this question. What blessings have you seen as a result of your ability or somebody that you love, their ability to forgive? That's good. If we can sweep away all it and all, I got it, y'all. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Sweep away all those other questions and let's jump to the other side of that. What have you seen? And that's result in a blessing because somebody made the choice to forgive. And I mean, you wouldn't be in the marriage shop if we didn't give you something to work on. <laughs> so last week I talked about small amount, small amounts, right? Baby steps. Find the small things to forgive each other for. Mm -hmm. Start with something small. So great question. You know, what what are the blessings that you've seen, right? This week. Find the small things to ask for forgiveness for and extend forgiveness for. Leaving the cabinets open was one that I said last week. You were serious about that? I was. And so leaving All the cabinets right. open, somebody can get hurt. It's, it's cabinets, it's drawers, it's doors. So somebody <laughs> opens them, leaves them open, and okay. then somebody comes behind them and closes them all. And even though it's been something that's been talked about and clear and we've communicated it still ends up that we fall into our pattern of somebody leaving them open and somebody going through and closing them 
It's a small right. thing and we can laugh about it, but it's a small thing. So even in something small like that, if you can start with that, then it makes it easier mm. when there are bigger things that you may need to ask forgiveness for. Yeah. That cabinet thing is crazy too, right? Because you go and get the peanut butter, butter and the bread or, or the jelly and the bread or whatever. You go grab the bread, you put it down, you turn around and grab the, the jelly and that dog on refrigerator. What? Who closed? <laughs> that was so fast. Who did that? Calm down, people. Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. Can we pray us out? Yeah, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we just... Um, Come to you just thanking you for for your love for your unconditional love and for your grace um we just thank you for the sacrifice um, that jesus made um, that allowed us access to eternal life and to forgiveness and we ask that um i just ask that everyone um that hears this just um be reminded of what type of generosity, what type of sacrifice that was and what that means for us. Just help us all to um, keep short accounts, to forgive quickly, to love unconditionally, and to, to love each other through our imperfection. So um, we just thank you for this time. We ask that you bless all of these couples, all these families, and um, just take care of them as we as we continue to go through a difficult time for our country and our world. So. We thank you. We love you. We trust you with everything. We pray these and other blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, so that is all this week, people. Um, hey, but you can continue to chat for a few minutes <laughs> as um, we, we play this thing out. Uh, we just appreciate you all taking the time. All right. So have a great rest of your week. Thank you for joining us today for the Marriage Shop Podcast, brought to you by Catalyst creating places that people want to work and leaders they want to work for. Learn more at www.connecttomovegrow.com. Catch live recordings of The Merit Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. Follow us on Facebook at The Merit Shop or go to YouTube, enter The Merit Shop in the search box, click that Merit Shop logo, and then subscribe to our channel. Set all your alerts to ensure you know everything that's going on in the marriage shop.